Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. This is actually the first Mr. Mrs. series episode of the year. And before I actually get into the topic, I wanted to speak a little bit about what this series is all about. If this is your first time listening, or even if you have been listening from the beginning, I wanna share a little bit about what this series is about because it's definitely changed since I first started it. So initially when I started the Mr. Mrs. series, it's where I wanted to speak about different topics that kind of affect you as you transition from being single to married. But over time that has changed and what I want to focus on now in the Mr. Mrs. series episodes is really speaking about topics that affect single women but also women that are in a relationship and women that are married. So that has definitely changed. Now it's less about you know transitioning from being single to married but I want to focus more on topics that affect single women as well as women that are married. I know that there are some men that listen to this podcast but most of my listeners are women and the Mr. Mrs. series is mainly catered to women but of course men you are welcome to listen because I do think it's going to allow you to get an insight into a woman's perspective and woman's world. I really thought it'd be good to speak about this at the beginning of the episode as my vision for the Mr. Mrs. series has definitely changed and you might notice that even the way some of the topics are going to be as time progresses will be slightly different and this is the reason why. So I'm focusing more on topics that affect single women but also topics that affect women that are married and those that are in a relationship. So yeah that's my vision. I definitely want to get your input though and your ideas so check out the show notes where I have a quick, when I say quick I'm not exaggerating, a very quick survey just to get some ideas from you guys of topics that you want to hear in the Mr. Mrs. series. Also the frequency that you want this podcast series to be on as well. At the moment I'm just kind of figuring it out, playing it by ear. I think what I will focus on for the next couple of months is having at least one episode a month that will be focused on that kind of topic. But if you want to hear, then I need to hear your feedback in order to make that happen. So let's get into the topic of today. A lot of the times when we think about loneliness or feeling lonely, we often associate it with being single or being alone, not having anyone, But it's definitely something that you can also experience when you are in a relationship, even if you're married. Because I think for some people, they think that if they are feeling lonely as they're single, they think, oh, if I get married or if I'm in a relationship, that's suddenly going to change. But that's not always the case. You know, I've heard numerous times of people that are married speaking about the fact that they still feel very much lonely. So I think that feeling of loneliness is not always because you do not have a companion. It's not always the case. I think there's definitely different reasons why we may experience it and in different points in our lives, maybe different other factors may be happening that can influence that as well. So I really want to touch on that and speak on loneliness because I do tend to listen to some relationship podcasts sometimes and I feel like it's one of those topics that's never really spoken about when it's when we speak about relationships and love. We don't speak about loneliness much so I thought you know let's talk about it today. And if you are someone that you're feeling lonely right now, I think it's so important for us to be honest with ourselves because you can lie to other people, but let's be real, you can't lie to yourself. You can even try to deny how you're feeling and what you're experiencing, but that's not going to change it unless you really take a hard look at what you're actually experiencing, what you're going through. And I think it's so important not to ignore it. You know, if you are feeling lonely right now, for whatever reason, because there's not just one reason that you may be feeling that, I think it's important not to pretend that that feeling isn't there, but to really just be open and honest with yourself. Even if you can't be open and honest with someone else about it, I do think it's important for us to at least be real with ourselves and really be honest about where we are at that moment in time. Because where you are right now doesn't necessarily mean that's where you're gonna be forever. Some things really just are seasonal. So first, let's talk a little bit about getting to the why. Like, why am I feeling lonely? 
Is it because I'm isolating myself from others? Is it because the relationships I have aren't necessarily providing that sense of companionship that I feel that I need? You know, am I feeling like my relationships are just surface level or am I feeling like I'm growing apart from the people that I'm close to? There's so many different reasons. So I think get into the why, like why am I actually feeling lonely? What is going on? Am I feeling isolated? Am I feeling like, you know, maybe everyone's moving on with their lives or my desires, my plans are changing, my interests are changing and as a result maybe the circle of people that you associate with is changing and that could be why you're feeling lonely so getting to the why that's definitely something that you will have to figure out first because it's so easy for us to mask our loneliness with so many other things which I'll definitely explore in this episode but as I said getting to the why why am I feeling this way is really going to be important and you can only truly ask yourself that when you actually acknowledge that do you know what I am feeling lonely And don't feel any shame in that. I think there's definitely a sense of shame with admitting that you are feeling lonely, but it's something that a lot of people are experiencing, but they may not necessarily speak openly or even admit that that's what they're going through right now. And also thinking about, do you know what, if it's a case where my relationships aren't necessarily providing that companionship that I feel that I need or desire, can I invest more in my relationships? Can I actually allow myself to be open to developing other relationships too? And when I'm saying relationships, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships, but even friendships, even relationships with your family, those are also relationships that you can invest in that can also help to kind of alleviate that loneliness depending on the reason of course and also thinking about has there been a disconnect lately has something have I gone through something significant is there a shift that I'm experiencing that's also affecting me in terms of feeling this way and loneliness isn't always a bad thing I think sometimes when we think about loneliness we see it as a bad thing it's a negative thing it's something we want to escape it's not something that we want to stay in and if I look back at my own self at times when I was single I definitely felt lonely there were times where like my friends like my close friends were in relationships and as a result of course the way that you spend time with your friends changes you don't spend as much time with them so there, there were moments I wouldn't say it was a huge issue that I struggled with I'll be capping if I did but there were times that I kind of felt like oh okay I'm, I'm by myself out here you know even if I think back to college I definitely experienced loneliness in college and to be fair the main reason I experienced that is because I isolated myself from people a lot I didn't allow myself to develop as many friendships that I could have and as a result I was lonely because I was really lonely I had like two friends in college (laughs) really and truly people that I would actually say were my friends one was a friend from secondary school that went to the same college but we never had the same classes or anything so I didn't get to see her as much and she also developed her own friendship group with people that were in the same site that she was but I had one friend that I developed and sometimes we weren't always in the same classes so as a result a lot of my lunch times were by myself And I would find things to do. I'd like go out for lunch. I'd walk around. But guys, I was a loner in college. Looking back at it now, it was definitely my fault. I chose to isolate myself. I think the main reason was that I was very much in the beginning of my faith and I was in that radical stage where you cut everybody off and you don't want to surround yourself with anybody that you feel is not on the same journey as you. So that was one of the reasons why I was very lonely in college because I didn't allow myself to actually develop relationships. 
I've always been someone that I found it quite easy to make friendships. Like I often find that I could meet someone today and they're telling me their whole life story. Not because I'm asking or pressing for it, but they just feel comfortable enough to open up and speak to me about things. So I've never found it difficult in that sense to make friendships, but I definitely isolated myself. And that's why I was lonely because I didn't actually allow myself to build relationships. I didn't actually allow people to get to know me apart from a very small number of people. So yeah, college was very lonely for me. Thankfully it was only two years. And even though it was lonely, I never really saw that as a bad thing. Cause in my head, that was a journey I felt like I needed to go on. If I could go back, I probably would change things a little bit and I would have definitely allowed myself to get to know people a bit more instead of being so judgmental because yeah I was heavy on my judgmentalness back then and this may not be your case but for me that was one of the reasons why I was experiencing loneliness because I was shutting myself from off from everyone I was choosing to isolate myself although I wouldn't have said that's what I was doing looking back on it now I was definitely isolating myself from people and that's why I was feeling lonely but as I said for me I didn't really see it as a bad thing because even though I was by myself most of the time I'd have lunch by myself I enjoyed my own company and I think sometimes when we are in a stage where we actually enjoy being by ourselves of course there's levels to it like there is with everything and there's there's a need for balance for me, always being by myself and being comfortable in my own space, it kind of made me very hyper independent because I'd always feel like, mm, I don't really need anyone. I think having gone through that experience of not really having many friends in college and even experiences before that, I always had friends, but I never really had many people that I would consider a close friend. Not because the people I was around were terrible or anything like that, but because I just didn't trust people. And it always kind of had that sense of hyper independence. I always felt like I don't need anyone. Like I've, I've got me, I got God and that's enough. I don't need anybody. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that that's not necessarily true and that's not necessarily helpful and it's like that saying of no man is an island. I've definitely learned that as I've gotten older, I've started to see that more and more that no man is an island, it is okay to desire company of others, it is okay to not want to be alone, like that is fine, but I think just framing the way that we see loneliness in itself is where the important part lies, because we can allow that feeling of loneliness to cause us to make really bad choices with the kind of relationships and even behaviours that we are accepting of in our lives, and I think that's where we need to be very careful about our boundaries with other people and even the experiences and the way that we allow people to treat us but not only that but also how we treat others because sometimes that fear of being alone or being very much trying to avoid having to be by yourself that can cause you to be very clingy towards other people that can cause you to maybe overstep other people's boundaries whenever we think about boundaries we often always think about our own boundaries <laughs> we often always think about how we experience things but I think it's also important for us to take a step back and look at you know how do I treat the people in my life am I someone who I'm very demanding of other people's time am I someone that I don't respect other people's boundaries I don't even think about what their boundaries are but it's always about me it's very easy for us to make ourselves a victim and not to look at, you know, maybe how our actions and how we've treated people has affected them. And as I'm getting older, that's something that I'm thinking more and more about because there are many times where I've made myself a victim, but I've ignored the fact that I've also been, you know, a villain in other people's stories. I've also done things and said things that I have probably hurt other people in that as well. So I think there's a level of taking responsibility for our actions and for how we are actually navigating our relationships as well. 
But as I said, it's really just about how we are framing what loneliness looks like and how we are actually navigating that feeling. There definitely will be moments in your life where you're going to have periods of isolation. You're going to have periods of change. And sometimes with change, there comes that isolation. And sometimes with that isolation, it can bring loneliness. But something that I found in my own life is that some of the periods that I've gone through, not all, some, where I have felt lonely or where I have needed to be alone. I think there's also a difference between being lonely and being alone for a period of time. Because you can be surrounded by love. You could be surrounded by lots of healthy relationships, you know, quality relationships, but still feel lonely, still feel alone. Even though you're not alone, you can still feel lonely. So I think it's also important to think about it in that frame as well. You know, am I lonely? Am I alone? Which which one is it? What am I feeling? And trying to make sense of that, trying to really understand why you are feeling the way that you are feeling. Where is that coming from? But going back, as I said, there have been times in my life where I have had to be alone. I wasn't lonely. I've always had people around me. I can't make that story mine because that was not mine. <laughs> I've never been lonely in that sense I've always had someone at least one person or a few that I could depend on if I needed it but sometimes my trouble was actually asking for the help it wasn't necessarily the people but what I have found in that is that in some of those moments where I have had to be alone I've had to have those periods of isolation it has actually really led me to discover more about myself more about my purpose, more about who I am, more about things that I need to work on, more about even my strengths. It's allowed me to be less distracted. It's allowed me to be less influenced as well. Because sometimes when we are constantly surrounded by people and just entangled in other people's lives, sometimes we can get so distracted from what our priorities actually are. And sometimes also having lots of outside influences can kind of blur your vision and your perspective of what you actually want for yourself. But I found that those times, some of those times of isolation has really helped me to nurture my relationship with myself. Because sometimes we can hide behind the companionship we have with others. But also the other side of that, like I said, being lonely is not always a bad thing. And also sometimes you're just gonna go through that. You're gonna go through those experiences. It's like I said, sometimes when you are going through changes or even the people around you, they're going through their own changes, they may withdraw a little bit because they've got other things that they need to focus on. They may be going through a difficult time and they don't have as much emotional capacity and energy to be you know, wanting to go out or wanting to talk on the phone or sometimes people are going through things and it's not always about us. It's not always about you. But sometimes people need to take those times for themselves, for them to really just be able to focus on what they need to focus on. And I think it's important for us to not always take everything personally. This is something I've had to learn. Like, I'm the kind of person, I do not like when people take forever to reply. Like, I always, I, I take it personally. I do. Not so much now. Now I don't really care. But there were times I really would make me upset. It's like, you haven't replied to my message, but I see you're online. I see you updating your status. I see you have posted a new picture, but you still haven't replied to my message. And it would make me think like, oh my gosh, like, do I just not mean anything to you that you can just leave my message on read for days? But I see you changing your picture. And honestly, for a long time, it would really, really upset me. I would really always link it to myself and think, oh, wow, like, is it me? <laughs> But I've had to understand, you know, some people are just not good at replying. And also, it's just not that deep. If I really want to answer, let me call the person. If they don't pick up, then, you know, it is what it is. 
But I think the biggest thing that has helped me is communicating that. And I have, I know my friends now, the ones that are just not good replying with messages. And I just don't take it personally anymore. Sometimes I even forget that I've sent you a message and you've not replied to it. It's not that deep. I'm getting on with my life. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the little things. And also I don't want to remove the fact that that is important to reply to people. Like it is just courtesy. It is. <laughs> but I think it is important. If those things bother you to speak about it, just talk about it. Because when you you don't you can start creating all of these narratives in your head you're actually thinking ah oh, I know the reason why you're not replying it's because of this 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 and we so easily form our own theories and conclusions in our head so many things we can avoid if we just had a conversation with that person as opposed to just forming our own um, theories in our head which is not always the case so definitely speaking about these things are important and not feeling like mm, you know but if I do speak about it they're going to think I'm sensitive regardless of what whether you speak about it or not people are going to have their perceptions but I think it's so much healthier especially if this is a relationship that you value for you to actually speak about it if you do this in your friendships if you're the kind of person where somebody hurts you and you do not tell them and you do this with your friendships trust me when I say this I can actually say this with my chest you're going to do the same thing in your relationship if you think oh no but in my relationship I'll be different you won't you can get a pretty accurate measurement of the kind of partner you're going to be by how you are in your close relationships because if in your close relationships and I say close because with friendships that it's a bit loose for you, you're not really that close, you don't really consider the person as much, it's a little bit different how you're going to navigate and how you're going to treat those people. But for people that you really say, you know, these people are close, like I can trust this person and so on. If you are withholding, you know, when that person hurts you or they may say or do things that upset you and you don't speak about it, you're going to carry that same kind of behavior into your romantic relationships as well. It's not automatically going to switch because it's like, oh no, but this is a different kind of relationship. It won't. <laughs> we are people of habits and behaviors and patterns. And quite often we are going to repeat what we are accustomed to doing. And that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult sometimes to change our habits because we are just so accustomed to doing it. It becomes second nature to us. We don't even need to think about some of the things that we do. It's just automatic. It's only when we're trying to change and challenge our behaviors, that's when we realize, oh my gosh, this is actually so hard. And we can even start to think that this is just who I am because it's, it's just so natural to us. So that's also something to think about. But if you are feeling lonely and your reason for feeling loneliness is simply because you have isolated yourself from people and you don't have close relationships, it's very easy to have many friendships, but to not have any close friendships, to not have any friendships where you can truly be yourself, you can truly say how you feel, you can be as quirky as you are, you can truly just be you. You know what I mean when you let your hair down? It's like when you go to like a buffet or you eat too much and then you can unbutton that top button. <laughs> you know, it's that, feeling of, it's that feeling of freedom and truly just being open. And this is where building a community comes in. Community and building a community and having a community of people around you that have your best interests at heart and you do the same for them. People that can hold you to account to your goals, to the things that you say to them, you know, this is my dream, this is what I wanna do. Having that around you can make such a huge impact. Having people around you that you can truly be yourself with and be like, you know what, I'm not okay today. You know, I don't wanna talk about it, but I'm just not okay today. That you can just be real with and it's not always having to have a specific face of I am strong on all the time. It's so freeing and it's so beautiful. But it's definitely something that's only within the last year or so I've began to appreciate more and more. 
But I think having healthy relationships, having a community that we feel safe, that we can actually trust, that builds us up and and vice versa, is something that you have to build. It doesn't come overnight. It doesn't always come naturally. And it's not always going to be with the people that you've known the longest. It may not even just be with your family. It could be with your family, but it could also be with those people that you make your extended family as well. Companionship can come from platonic relationships. So if you are feeling lonely, don't just think that, oh yeah, this will be solved if I just get into a relationship. Because if loneliness is what's driving your desire to have a partner, it can cause you to make some very bad decisions. So I think it's really important to just get to the reasons for yourself, to really kind of unpack that and think about why. And also, like I said, remember, companionship can come from platonic relationships. It's not always going to be from a romantic relationship. And I think even that idea of just thinking that, you know, having a partner, having a a relationship is going to solve all your problems is such an unhealthy thing to have. Because when we do that, we put so much responsibility, so much expectation into one person, one human. And as we know, humans are not perfect humans make mistakes we ourselves are not perfect and I think it's very unhealthy for us to put all of that responsibility onto one person you are really and truly just setting yourself up to be disappointed because not one person is going to be your peace it's going to be your joy it's going to be your everything like whenever people say that their partners they're everything like for me it makes me cringe because I just think really you are everything that's that's giving unhealthy to me but (laughs) that's just my opinion but I do think it is unhealthy for us to make one person our everything. I wouldn't want to carry the weight of that expectation because I know it's one I'm not going to be able to fulfill. So I think even in that framing how we see community, framing how we see our relationships and what our expectations are from them is also something that is so important for us to think about. Because if you think just being in a relationship or just getting married or just getting engaged is going to solve all of those problems it probably will not. It may even just exasperate those problems. And the last point that I really want to stress is don't allow loneliness to lead you into rushing into a relationship in the hopes of filling that void that you feel right now. If you don't truly analyze why am I feeling the way I'm feeling, rushing into a relationship, especially anything that we do rushed, we're not really thinking about. If you're rushing into a relationship, you're probably not looking at, am I and this person compatible? Are we compatible? Do we have similar goals in lives? Do we have similar morals and values that we hold dearly? Do we want similar things? You know, are we both looking for the same thing in a relationship? If you're rushing into something, you're probably not thinking about any of those things. What you probably are thinking about is the fact that you look good together, you look cute together, maybe you have some similar interests, but I don't know any relationships breaking down because people didn't have similar interests. It's not always, it's usually bigger and deeper things like that. Not having the same interests, you can work through that. And you may even find that some of your partner's interests become your own and you actually start enjoying it and vice versa. But when it really does boil down to it, a lot of the times it is our values. It is our ideas. It is the things that we hold important to us and our lack of ability to communicate how we truly feel, what we truly expect and so on that can have a greater impact on the breakdown of a relationship. So don't allow your loneliness to rush you into unhealthy spaces. And that's not always gonna be a relationship, but it could even be an environment. Don't allow that loneliness to rush you into that simply because you feel like, I don't wanna be alone. Because sometimes it's like that saying, if you've ever watched Tyler Perry, I'm pretty sure I've heard it in one of his movies, I can do bad all by myself. 
And honestly, you can. If you're going to be around people, if you're going to build a community, you want that to be a community that's going to build you up and you're going to be able to build up as well. You want it to add to your life and not to constantly take away. You want to surround yourself with people that aren't going to drain your energy, but will be able to replenish your energy and you'll be able to do the same for them. So I just wanted to kickstart back the Mr. Mrs. series talking about this. Because some of us, we love listening to relationship topics. We love it. We love it. We love it. We like the movies. We like the reality TV. We like it. All of it. (laughs) We like all the good stuff. But I think sometimes, especially when it comes to relationships, if we want to build healthy, lasting, nourishing relationships, we got to talk about these things as well. We got to talk about the nitty gritty. It's not always about the roses and our expectations and what are you bringing to the table and what am I bringing to the table? Sometimes we've got to speak about these things too. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Let me know your thoughts. As always, all my contact details are in the show notes. And lastly, for all my London listeners, my event is coming up in two weeks. Well, by the time this airs, it's actually a little bit less than two weeks. So Saturday, the 4th of March at 3 p.m. in London. I'll be hosting the Money Management Essentials event. It's going to be an interactive session. Check out the show notes where you can grab yourself a ticket, but not only a ticket for you, but a ticket for you and a friend as well. And I would love to see you and interact with you in person. If you have enjoyed this episode, don't forget as always to leave a review, leave a rating, all that good stuff. Have a great rest of your week and I'll catch you in the next episode.